you are listening to The Catfish Hole with Mike and Levi, where we will talk about anything and everything. I'm Levi. And I'm Mike. And we hope you stick around. So enjoy the show. So you want to talk about wrestling? We talk about wrestling. Well, is there anything more wrestling? And that's not wrestling or sports entertainment, by the way. That's wrestling. Which is probably the subject of its own podcast. What exactly is <clears throat> wrestling as opposed to pro wrestling? Or, or sports, entertainment. sports entertainment. But I don't know that there's anything more wrestling than a TV title. Except maybe tag team wrestling. But a TV title. I mean, that's like feuded over in every small venue and every filming and every everything. And like to me i just think it's great that the newest tv title is a women's title yes the tbs title what's your thoughts on that it's a beautiful belt and oh I'm, yeah well like AEW always has the best looking belts in wrestling that generic crap that wwe does with it i mean no belts should be big and gold and jeweled when they debuted that belt i was that was Mm-hmm. One of the most beautiful belts I've seen. And a women's mid-card title. Before tag titles. And a new belt. Yeah, but but, oh, but a women's mid-card title before... And, and obviously, like, the truth is that, that I guess the reason that happens is because they just don't have the sheer number of women main event talent to field a great big full tag team division like they do in the men's division, I don't think. No, but they've got enough. It's to keep getting it, there. They, it's it's coming there. right now to kind of keep us entertained for more. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're putting the right people together and they're going to get it, you know, like Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker, that'd be, mm-hmm. right? That would but, be. But back to, back to the TBS title, though. Uh, I guess, first of all, they're going to have a, a, a tournament to crown the first TBS champion, right? Yes. Like a 12-women thing? 12. And I believe today being the Saturday Dynamite, October 22nd, Saturday Dynamite. That is, that is right? correct. Is that right? That is correct. Or whatever today is. Exactly. Tonight they're supposed to announce the brackets, I thought, for the 12-women tournament. 23rd. Ah, yes. But I believe tonight they're supposed to, on Dynamite, release the the 12. Obviously, Jay Cargill is going to be one of them. Mm -hmm. I would assume that Britt Baker would be exempt from competing, being the AEW Women's World Champion. Right? You would assume. So, Jay Cargill, Jamie Hayter, probably. Chris Statlander, Sheeta, obviously, right? You think you're going to see Red Velvet? Unfortunately, I will just about guarantee that we see both Anna Jay and Ty Conti. You have to have those in it. Which is great. I hope we don't see the likes of like Abaddon. Uh, That's like to me, you know, if there was like a few women that I'd like to see move out of the way to allow more women's talent to come in, like Abaddon would be one of them. Yeah, but it wouldn't surprise me if Abaddon made an appearance because Halloween. Yeah. You got to Halloween, you got to, you almost... You almost need her because of that. I know, but listen, we just said something about wrestling, right? I said, you want to talk about wrestling? You said, yeah, why not? The thing about wrestling, and I I don't want to go too much into this because I want us to have a conversation about this separately from everything else, okay? 
but wrestling doesn't have supernatural storylines to it. I mean, that is just so beyond extremely rare. You may see some over-the-top characters, you know, sheiks and whatnot like that, but real wrestling, we're talking south of the Mason-Dixon line wrestling. You know, uh, WCW wrestling, the days of Arn and Tully and all those guys and Dusty, right? Like real wrestling. Right? You with me? I'm with you, yeah. There's there's no supernatural stuff there. That I, I just don't like it. I never have because I grew up watching that stuff. Right? I so I, I guess a lot of people don't. But now, Abaddon aside, we've talked about who we expect to see in the tournament, right? But who do you want to see in the tournament that we didn't name? You know, we, we named like Jade and Jamie and Sheeta and Chris Statlander and all your obvious Anna J Ty Conti. But, but is there anyone floating around the women's division there that you say, Hmm, like to see her show up like that. Kayla Rossi, the newest arrival that's going around with, uh, Joey Janela friends with Jade Cargill. Yeah. She'd be another good one to see. I'm afraid big swole will probably get in it. And I'm not too sure about her to be honest with you. Like, I, th- I think that if you look at her work, it's never really developed. Like, Britt Baker, if you look at Britt Baker from, like, Jericho's Cruise in, what, 2020, beginning of the year, whenever that was, Man, if I'm... you look at her then and you look at her now, holy cow, she's developed and grown so much on the microphone, in the ring, her persona, just everything. Big Swole has it. Re- really, honestly... I feel like there's a lot of baggage hanging around the women's division that if it were cut out would allow room for more talent talent to come in. Like, I don't feel like, and I like her, and I really like what she's done in her contribution to wrestling in the past. But, like, Vicky Guerrero's done nothing to elevate anybody. Nothing. No, I don't think she's... I I don't feel like she's been used properly. I don't feel like, like, I, I just... Don't I, feel like there's anything there. I think they're using her just because of her name. <clears throat> just because she's Vicky. Excuse me. And let's face it, her husband was a very well-known wrestler. Okay, so who wins the TBS title first time up? Who wins the tournament? Crown the first champion, inaugural champ. Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill. That's a bold decision. I, I mean, I... It would work. I don't see why it wouldn't. You know, it would immediately bring eyes and attention, but I don't think that's right. I'll tell you why I don't think that's right. I think she's too green. Notice she's not really been in anything but squash matches and a mixed tag team match, right? It's true, yeah. Remember, she's not a wrestler. She's a bodybuilder and a model who became a wrestler. So is that where the title goes for its first champion? Because it's a TV title, right? TV titles are supposed to bring excitement. They're supposed to bring title changes frequently in front of different eyes when they're during TV filmings and such. Uh, it's supposed to, you know, open challenges are common to them. A TV title, what was so great about TV titles, they would be carried in and defended in front of all kinds of crowds. And they'd be won and lost in front of small how you, you know what I mean? It was 
long reigns aren't something that are synonymous with television titles, if that makes sense. So, <clears throat> to me, it seems like you would want to put the title on some of your non... In AEW's women's division right now, you have Anna and Ty, and you have Britt, and you have Sheeta, and everyone else is kind of like the others. And it's a shame because Chris Statlander, oh my, she shouldn't be one of the others. Jamie Hayter, you know. Layla Hirsch. Layla Hirsch, legit Layla Hirsch. You can't ever forget about legit Layla Hirsch. She is. She is legit. For her size, she is. Absolutely. She is a Absolutely. legit package, and she, she is, is a legit She's wrestler. powerhouse, man. She is. She has so much strength in her legs. When she throws down and pushes, it, it's incredible how small she is and how she could just explode. It's incredible, without a doubt. I wouldn't mind seeing her in on that bubble with the, for the chance. And I, I'm sure someone else knows way more about this than me, but... Let it be known Just that he may throw. be talking to TK himself, but hey. That's... Well, you know, me and Tony are buds, but that's neither here nor there. I just did like a real quick search on Google. I'll admit to doing research before getting on a podcast. I don't want to sound like one of those people, but I don't know of any major promotion that's ever had, because I mean, you have to be a major promotion to have a television title anyway, right? Yeah. Unless you have a television title and you're not on TV because you think that's ironic or something. I can't find any record of Ring of Honor or TNA or WWE, WWF, WCW, any of those having a women's television title. And in fact, you can go a little bit further. And I'm sure this has happened, but this is how uncommon it is. If it's happened in the in my lifetime, I have not found the record of the names of the titles of any company having a women's main title and a women's a secondary women's singles title at the same time. At the same time. Unless you're talking like well even WWE even with the brand split, WWE doesn't have a SmackDown women's tag title and a Raw women's tag title, right? That's Even true. during their brand splits, they had men's tag titles for both, but they didn't have women's tag titles for both. So it, I can't find any reference anywhere to any major company having a women's TV title, number one, or two women's singles titles at the same time. That 100% is I don't know anybody else other than AEW. No. None of so, them. when they people talk about they're going to take women's wrestling seriously, I mean, who does take women's wrestling seriously? WWE had their women's evolution pay-per-view, I think they called it. Was it evolution? And they said it was going to be a yearly thing. It was going to be an all-women's pay-per-view. They did it one time. They didn't put any effort into any of the matches and any of the billing and any of the advertising and any of that. Did it one time and let it go. And and now they've got the likes of John Laurinaitis helping run the show again. You know, the bra and panties type era guy. And the women's division suffering terribly. This time last year, even guys like me would say, oh, but you know, AEW's women division needs work. Everything else is great, but they still need work there. And I'm not saying they're perfect there, but right now... The, the scripts that the women are reading in WWE, there's no emotion in it because they're just phoning it in. They don't care. 
those women aren't happy working under John Laurinaitis again. They saw that coming, and they knew where the women's division was going. Oh, it's 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 been ruined. I I mean it's it, it's just not good. But then you flip over and you look at the other side. WWE cast the stone that AEW set women's wrestling back 30 years by having a women's hardcore match on television. Well, heaven forbid women be treated like men. They would allow any of the men on the... Well, WWE wouldn't because they're just hell-bent on staying PG for whatever reason. Their, Their crowd's over 50 predominantly, but they're fighting to have PG ratings. But... AEW would let any of the men on their roster have a hardcore match if they wanted to. If they don't allow the women the same courtesy, is that not disrespecting the women's division? I think so. I mean, there's no greater respect to me than for them to say, hey, we saw that match that Kenny and Moxley had. We want to do that. And for you to look at them and say, no, you can't do that. You're women. Holy crap. I tell you what, if you wasn't scared of Britt Baker before, you better you should be, be now. One hundred percent. But how could they possibly have set women's wrestling back thirty years by moving women's wrestling forward to where it competes with men's wrestling? I have never liked women's wrestling before. I mean, I would watch it, but women's wrestling. And I felt this all the way up until uh, until AEW started and their women's division really started catching on, okay? Until it really started catching fire. To me, like so many other people, women's wrestling, hey, it's time for a women's match. Let's go take a leak, pop some popcorn, grab a drink, come back. You don't want to now. Oh, no, I'm not going to miss that. I'm not going to miss Jade tear somebody up or Britt Baker come out and cut a great promo. or I'm not going to miss that. No way. Layla Hirsch might show up. Oh, Layla Hirsch. Every time I hear Orange Cassidy's music hit, I don't think, hey, it's Orange Cassidy. I think hmm. it's Chris with him. Oh, yeah. Come on, Chris. And, and it's not just that they're attractive either. I like they're good in the ring and they're good entertainers and they tell a good story. It's not just that they're attractive, which they are. Most attractive women in wrestling are in AEW. There's no doubt in my mind about that. 100%. I mean, you, you can't disagree. No, not with this, not with who they have, no. Not at all. Do you think we'll see more hardcore matches? I hope so. But you, people are going to have to step up to almost Brett Baker hardcore and realize well, that that's hardcore almost. I, think? I think we're going to see... I, th- I think we're going to see a Brett Baker-Thunder Rosa rematch. And I don't know if it's going to be quite as hardcore as it was. It seems AEW caught a little bit of flack, you know, from the people that really honestly, listen, whatever criticisms WWE has for AEW, in one ear and out the other is how they should be. Nothing WWE has to say about how AEW does business should matter to AEW at all. Nothing. Because essentially AEW is looking to be everything WWE, the opposite of everything they are. Except the, except the success that they do have. They don't want a product like theirs. They don't want their talent managed like theirs. They don't want story like theirs. So when WWE says, oh, what they've done, they've ruined women's wrestling, they've set it back 30 years, that's like the biggest compliment they could ever have. They're doing what we're not doing, right? Oh, yeah. AEW has made women's wrestling worth watching. 
I mean, before, yeah. like you said, before it used to be, oh, it's time to go get popcorn or snack and go to the bathroom, and hopefully the match is over. And Well, yeah, and that's the whole thing. There's a certain amount of no matter what, the, the more successful they are, the more the criticism will come from the other side. But a women, the more women's hardcore matches, are they going to happen? You might be right. I don't know if they're going to be to that extreme, but I think – I think we're going to see should, tables should that, and chairs involved, but you know, should that match have happened on TV or should have that have been a pay per view? That should have been a T. That's one hundred percent was made for TV. I, I mean, I, it was I, it was a bloodbath spot fest of look at the spectacle we can put on. They knew, and I loved it. They knew it was going to be. We I were loved warned it. it was going to. I, I loved every single bit of it, and I personally would like love to see another one. Like I mean, I I think that at this point, if you've got women that can put on such a match, you're silly for not letting them do it. Who would you do it with? Who would I book a hardcore match with? Not Thunder Rosa, not Burt Baker. They've already established they are hardcore. See, and and that's the thing. I honestly, not every good wrestler can be a hardcore wrestler. I don't know who else. I wouldn't have guessed that Britt Baker had that the in bunny. her. See, you would say that, but there's lots of guys that are big, tough wrestlers with hardcore gimmicks that aren't hardcore wrestlers. They're not the guys to take a tack bump, to get hit with barbed wire bats, you know, to bleed all over the ring and stuff. There's a lot of guys that just don't do that kind of stuff. And I would be shocked. I would be shocked that there's. It, there's going to be way less women that are willing to do those spots than there are men, I, I guess, would be my guesstimation. I mean, I'm not a wrestler, but I'm just guessing. I personally wouldn't do it. Listen, let's ignore hardcore matches in general. Let's talk about women's hardcore matches. Either one of them would have beat the hell out of you. Every one of them could beat the hell out of me. Let's let's get that out right now. Every woman in there. You would run in fear from Jade Cargill. You you would too. Probably. Not run. I I mean, I got that bum leg and a bad back, man. I'm not running from anybody, but I waddle away quickly in fear. (laughs) That is a... Does that apply? I mean, she is. Yeah, I I don't know. Can we even say that? I, I don't know. You know, you know what Jay Cargill has in common with a lot of really, really famous wrestlers? Do you know who discovered Jay Cargill? Do you know who found her and brought her to the world of wrestling? Part of me wants to say Mark Henry. Mark but... Henry. Brought her to WWE for a tryout. And now look where she's at. Mark Henry, speaking of that, is another subject we need to talk about. Yeah, that's that's. I don't think he quite fits in with women's wrestling. No, not though. not not today. But yeah, Jay Cargill was a uh, Mark Henry find, which it, it doesn't surprise me because let's be honest, Mark Henry has found some of the greatest talent there is in the wrestling world, especially in the among the big guys. Like I listened to uh, Busted Open podcast the other day with Mark Henry. And Adam Scher, hmm. the man formerly known as Braun Strowman. Yes. And uh, I was amazed to find out that 
Mark Henry didn't just find him and bring him to WWE. Like he mentored him. Like, like he was the guy that when Braun Strowman needed to call somebody and talk, that's who he called was Mark Henry. Isn't that interesting? That is very interesting. But Mark Henry's a good dude. Oh, yeah, dude, just like all the way around, he's a really good guy. I mean, so if AEW's women's tag division or women's division's on the rise, that leaves a women's tag division as being what they're missing, right? Because they got a main title. They got the women's world title. They've got the TBS women's television title. But they don't have a tag division. And we kind of hit on that a little bit ago, and I said that I suspected the real reason for that is number one there's not a lot of television time prior to rampage being on tv uh, only two hours of television and a roster that huge i mean you can't just put your women's division tag division on dark and dark elevation i mean when this goes back to the whole why don't we just call it wwe then and pretend it's joke because we actually want to treat this like a real thing right i agree so you know can they even do it right now do they have the TV time? Do they have enough women to put together tag teams? I don't think they do because Cause, cause you're you almost gonna want you want to have your tag team for AEW and then your then your TBS. You're they're probably well, gonna want their own tag team for women there too, aren't no, they? No, no way, think, no way, no way. They're not doing a brand split. AEW is not stupid enough to try to convince people that their one big company is going to split their brand separately and have separate everything because they're two different companies. Now, no one buys that crap. That didn't work the first time. It doesn't work the second time. It's a plague on the WWE product the entire time it's existed. And I know people don't agree with that, and that's fine. It's okay for them to be wrong. But the truth is, it's a terrible mistake. It's a terrible mistake. There, there should be one women's division. There should be one women's set of tag titles. There should be one women. You get what I'm saying? There should be one set of men's tag titles. If they want to do trios titles, because again, we're talking about wrestling again. And I think a women's division is possible. Women's tag division is possible right now. And I'll explain why. In the world of wrestling, not pro wrestling or not sports entertainment, but in the world of wrestling, it's normal for you to have a faction. And in your faction, you may have five guys in a faction. You may have a tag team in that faction. Like, let's say, for example, how about the Four Horsemen? It would not be out of the ordinary for the Four Horsemen to have a tag team like the Andersons, who were tag champions, have your world title, your NWA champion, Ric Flair, wearing that title while Arn and Ole are your tag champions. Uh, and it also, it wouldn't be uncommon to have guys in a tag team compete every week in a tag team while one of them is your television champion or your intercontinental champion or your European champion or whatever. Because they would spread those belts out. Everyone would be... In the world of wrestling, like today, you see guys out there. Uh, Brock Lesnar. When was the last time Brock Lesnar was in a tag team with a name with a regular partner? You get what I'm saying? Generally speaking, there's guys that will go, you know, with the exception of his time teaming with Kane. Uh, and, okay, I'm not going to have to play Stat Machine, but yes, 
Undertaker teamed with Kane, Undertaker teamed with Shane McMahon, Undertaker teamed with Mankind, held titles, I believe, with Mankind. But, generally speaking, he was a single star his entire career. His most common, his most popular tag work was with Kane. Correct? Would you feel the same? I would agree, yes, 100%. So he's not a tag guy because that's not how WWE, WWF does it because they're not wrestling. When Ted Turner got into wrestling, he famously made a phone call to Vince McMahon and said, well, guess what, old buddy? I'm in the wrestling business. And purportedly, Vince McMahon said, well, that's good. I'm not. I'm in the entertainment industry and hung up on him. Because Vince never cared about wrestling, okay? In the world of wrestling, every person on a roster is in a tag team. Every one of them. Who's Moxley in a tag team with? Kingston. Kingston. They're the violent gentlemen. Are you seeing Are you seeing how this works? Oh, yeah. You can name just about anybody on the roster. Christian's not in a tag team, but wait a minute. He has an affiliation with Jurassic Express. So Luchasaurus, Christian, and Jungle Boy can walk in and compete in a trios match. Why? Because everyone in the world of wrestling has to have a tag team, and, and they compete in singles matches also. That's Wrestling is built around tag team, but we're not going to go into that for now. But my opinion is when you have a product that that promotes and puts front and center wrestling instead of sports entertainment or pro wrestling, I think you got enough women that if you use that format and that style, you could have a women's tag division now. And if you're going to do that, that means we get to play the fun game of mix and match with the women that exist right now in AEW. Obviously, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. They're together right now, and they're great, right? So, like, that, that that's not even a question, correct? That's correct. Now, we've seen Chris Statlander help Hikaru Shida. Mm-hmm. We've seen her come to the help of several people, so there's lots of options for her. You've got Penelope Ford and the Bunny have been making lots of appearances together. You've got tons of uh, possible options op- opportunities to put people together uh serena deeb i believe is now full-time all elite serena deeb and thunder rosa have a history of just fantasticness together both being in nwa and coming to AEW. what about those two together in a tag team those would be good together I mean, I, I look at the Ty list. you got and Anna J. Those would the, the, be that those just, two. That just, they, they, they call them, what what is it, Tay J? They, they, Ty mm-hmm. J, whatever. Ty J. They, I can't remember yeah, what they, they call Yeah, they have it. the little, I mean, that works out absolutely perfectly, right? And here's one for you. A real-life couple that really have good chemistry in a ring, too, is Diamante and Kiara Hogan. What Why about couldn't Chris Statlander and Ruby Riot? I could see that. The only well, yeah, Ruby Riot would just about fit in, and they have they have been in a trios match together recently, mm-hmm. I believe, and Ruby Riot probably would fit in with the Orange Cassidy best friends vibe, I the way so. the music, their their persona, that would probably fit in and work together all right, but. 
I mean, I feel like there's enough women there and there's enough talent there that you could have a tag division. Let's not forget the former Iconics are now with Impact Wrestling. That's just a fantastic tag team. And through the forbidden door, well, they can walk right in and perform. It's greatly suspected that Braun Strowman has signed with Impact. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't believe for a minute that he won't appear in AEW. He will. I don't believe it for a moment that he won't. But I, I believe Bray Wyatt will. But that's again, that's, that's, that's another, when you're going to see. Uh, a, yeah, that's another conversation for another day. I hate to bleed over when we're talking about women's wrestling because, like I said, you know, for the longest time that it didn't exist, but now there's a women's division that is truly treated right. And it makes a product worthy of our time and our attention to watch it, in my opinion. How about you? I love it. I mean, did, what really set them apart was that hardcore match with Britt Baker and Thunder Absolutely. Rosa. That right there set the women's wrestling world. Despite what they say, that that it set up women's wrestling to be... Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, th- there is the opportunity now for women's wrestling, not in a figurative and in a oh, look, we're promoting it by letting women main event this one pay-per-view for the first time and probably the only time, or saying something like, when women's wrestling garners the attention it did in a match like that, it makes you stop and think that maybe women's matches should be the main event more often on Dynamite. Maybe women's matches should headline Rampage more often. Because people want to see the women wrestle in AEW. I personally, I feel that when Thunder Rosa takes the title off of Britt Baker, that should be a main event in a pay-per-view. I don't, we all know Thunder Rosa is going to take that title. We all know Hangman Page is going to take the title off of Kenny. Those events should not happen at the same pay-per-view. I know in the world of, oh, we're going to stack this card. We're going to blow the top off this building. We're going to leave the people walking out of here dazed and confused and, and not, you know, that's great. And that makes for a good show. And that makes for a great ratings pop on the show after when people watch to see the fallout. That sells, I mean, there's not, I get it. But as much as they've worked, as hard as they've worked to build what they've got and what they've done, when those two women come back in a ring together, they face each other again, and they show down again, and this time it's for that belt, and the belt changes hands. That should be, without dispute, the main event of that pay-per-view. It shouldn't be a double main event. It shouldn't be anything like that. That should be the main event of that pay-per-view, and it should be respected that way because they've all worked hard enough that it deserves that respect. Especially Burt Breaker and the Thunder Rosa. That was 100% deserved that, that main event. They shed they blood. They to they, build that feud and to make that program. They shed blood for it. I watched it. They shed that because they knew that that's what we wanted. That's we wanted right. to see so that, and they, they, they at gave least, it to us. They at least deserve the courtesy and the respect of allowing them to have a solo main event and a pay-per-view for that, that, that payoff of that feud. That has to happen. No double main event, no super card, none of that. Let them have that. And then step back and challenge WWE. Because you're not challenging them to hurt them. You're challenging them to help the industry. Challenge them. Let's see your women's division top what we just did. Because we just watched a pay-per-view sell 
over 200,000, but less than 235 if you go by the numbers that were provided for an AEW pay-per-view. No non-WWE pay-per-views ever sold that many. I shouldn't say ever. I meant to say since the 1990s. That's a long time. WWE. That's the 20 years that Vince drove the industry into the ground. And it didn't happen just because of CM Punk. It didn't happen because of all just because of that. And it's going to continue. That trend is going to continue. And the more the women's division grows right now, what's holding AEW back is growth in women's viewership. This Roads to the Top show, I know this probably isn't, it may be a bad take and it probably isn't a popular one. That exists to bring women viewers into the product. Get them to watch that the way they watch Total Bellas. Get them to watch that, then we'll get them to watch the show, the, the wrestling content. Because right now, that's where they're lacking. They are lacking terribly in women viewers. If they can just make some of that up, wow. And the best way to do it is with a strong women's division that's booked like real wrestling. Let's not make them eye candy in a joke, in a bathroom break time, in a TNA fest with bra and panties matches. Let's make it real wrestling. Let's let them drag some ladders and thumbtacks out. Well, let's give a tag division out there and let's see him really go at it. Why not? I'm, I'd watch I want to see man. it. You want to see it. You're talking to a 42-year-old dude that's never had any interest in women's wrestling ever before the last two years. And at this point, I'm like I said, I, I hear Orange Cassidy's music. I'm excited to see if Chris Statlander's coming out with him. Because holy cow. I tell you what, that whole hardcore match that women those two had made the hardcore if you're going to have a hardcore match you better up it because these two women just out oh, yeah, your, yeah. your men in hardcore yeah match. and that's that's the real thing is that when your women's divisions out there blowing away a men's they're not blowing away AEW's men division they're fantastic also um they have, i mean there's their problems here and there and we're going to do an entire podcast about our critiques of the problems with AEW cuz they're there oh yeah but Anyone that's going to put a hardcore match on television today is going to have to take a lesson from that match, and they're going to have to realize they got to step up their game if they're going to beat it. Otherwise, don't waste your yeah, time. Yeah, but there's there's only one guy that could really up that, and that's Moxley. Yeah, well, Moxley Kingston. I, I mean, don't know. There's a lot of guys on AEW's right. roster that are not afraid to get down in the glass of the thumbtacks and get bloody. They're there, but listen, I think we've expired our our time and our content to talk about women's wrestling for today. Uh, I'm not sure where we're going to go next time, but we'll get there eventually. Hope you enjoy the show.